Hi, Donovan. It took me a while to decide to send this in to you. I've always been skeptical of people who claim to have seen extraterrestrial things. So when I had this sighting, it made me feel so excited. I kind of felt foolish. I was not expecting it at all. I know there are some people who are looking for these kind of experiences and actually take steps to search them out. But I think it's more likely to happen when you're totally not thinking about it. I never mentioned it to my boss or my coworkers. I didn't want to be labeled as a kook. But I know when you guys read things on air, you don't use names, so I'm sending it in. The state park I work for is really one of the most beautiful places that I've ever been. It has a nice mix of beaches and trails, and you couldn't ask for a better environment to work in. It's the Emerald State Bay Park in Lake Tahoe. I don't even know if I should say the name. I wonder if that makes people flock to the area. This place already does get really crowded. I've been a park ranger for quite a few years, and this is the busiest place that I've ever worked. This experience I had happened in 2019. I had spent some summers out here with my family when I was a kid. My dad really liked to rent a boat and hang out on the water all day. So, I loved this place for a long time. We would kind of alternate between here and Lake Havasu for our summer vacations. I never thought I would end up being employed here, though. During summer holidays, the place can be a madhouse. I was on duty on the 4th of July that year, and it was a really crazy day with all those people. After my shift, I decided to go up to Inspiration Point to take in the fireworks show. Lake Tahoe puts on one of the best shows in the country, if you ask me. I got myself some snacks and found myself a good spot to relax. I knew all the little secret areas, so I wasn't near any people. The show started off as usual and was fabulous. About halfway into it, I was looking off to the west a bit, and I saw several orange orbs start to float up toward the sky. I remember thinking something like, those must be some sort of those Chinese lanterns. Then, as I was watching them, I thought maybe they were embers from the fireworks or something. But they were incredibly bright, so that didn't really make sense since the embers would be fading. They floated up, and they seemed to form into kind of a W shape. They started to look like they were remote-controlled or something. At first, they had looked like bright orange lights. But once they were up high, they looked brighter and whiter and started moving around. Then, they kept going higher and started looking like stars. They obviously weren't embers. But then, soared out of the middle of that W shape, there was this craft or whatever you want to call it that zoomed down lower and flew over my head. It was too fast for my eyes to really catch what shape it was like fast as a bullet. It was still pretty high up there, but the lights on it were brighter than anything I've ever seen. And right after it passed over, there were like these little twinkles of light all in the sky right over my head. Like, right over my head. Not over the lake where the show was happening. The twinkles of light started making these incredible light streaks. I was beside myself. It wasn't like any technology that I had seen before. 
It sounds a little crazy that I had noticed this stuff while that amazing show was going on. Maybe it was because I was used to scanning the sky almost every night. The lights were behaving in this strange fashion. I can't quite explain it, but somehow those twinkles of light suddenly burst into dozens of lights in the sky. All of a sudden, they were moving together en masse, like some kind of squadron or something. It made me feel kind of anxious. But for some reason, I was also filled with this strange exhilaration. I just sat there in amazement, unable to comprehend what I was seeing, but knowing it wasn't normal. You could see the stars steady behind them as they were moving across. Then, the dozens of lights came together and went into a triangle formation, whereas before, they were just individually flying forward. Once they formed the triangle, I noticed that they were flying left to right, up and down. It was really surreal to have this amazing fireworks show going on. And there I was, completely ignoring it, and watching this inexplicable sideshow. It wasn't that high in the sky, but not unnaturally low either. But eventually, the triangle seemed to just start ascending higher and higher until I couldn't see the lights anymore. I have never seen anything like what I saw before that night. For the next few months, I kept watching the sky, trying to take notice of anything strange. But I never saw anything on that grand of a scale again. I'm sure people must think that what I was seeing was part of the show, but it absolutely was not that. I know there's some military activity not too far from here, so I don't know if it could have been connected to some testing or something like that. But I really don't think so. Anyway, I really appreciate the chance to share this here. I'd like to see something like that again. But now that I'm looking for it, it probably won't happen. It had been a long day, and a particularly weird one at that. Things at work kept seemingly disappearing and then showing up in odd places. My computer screen kept flickering on and off. And twice I lost work before I could save it. The last thing of the day was an electric pencil sharpener not working for me. On top of that, I just felt drained. My energy level was just non-existent all day. In fact, all week. I would wake up in the middle of the night. I don't know why but there was this feeling I kept having. I can't really explain it. I know that sounds odd, but I just can't bring it to words. Maybe dread was the closest I could relate it to. Maybe that's too cliche. I don't know. People had begun to notice how tired I was looking. Dark rings around my eyes. Eyes that were more often than not bloodshot. I'd forget things. I'd lose my temper at odd times. I was a mess, really. After work, I came home and just dropped onto the couch. I didn't have any energy to do anything, really. I turned on the TV and flipped through the channels. I didn't even have the energy for that. I just left it on something and then I began to drift off, I guess. I don't really remember. That's when it happened. I was just lying on the couch. I remember opening my eyes and feeling strange all of a sudden. My arms had goosebumps and I had a feeling of slight panic. I tried to get up, but I couldn't. I couldn't really explain why. 
my body just wouldn't move for me. Suddenly, it felt like there were hands on my shoulders, and something was holding me down. I tried to move. I remember I kicked my legs a little, but this force just held me down. It felt like fingers digging into my shoulders, and I couldn't catch my breath. I swore for a second I saw the outline of a face, not details or anything, just the faint outline of a face, like these deep sunk eyes, sunken cheeks, and a mouth wide open, like it was inhaling something over me. I couldn't catch my breath. I started to really panic, and that made me move more. I started moving my shoulders and my arms, trying to push whatever it was that was on top of me. I could feel it holding me, but I couldn't feel it when I kicked up towards where it should be. Suddenly, it let go of me, and I jumped off the couch. The door to the room slammed shut. I can't explain it, but then I felt alone. I was covered in this cold sweat. I was feeling dizzy. I started to walk towards the kitchen when the TV suddenly shut off, then turned on again, the volume turning up higher and higher. I covered my ears with my hands and tried desperately to turn it down with the remote. The TV just turned off. It felt like something knocked me over. I fell to the floor and I could swear something jumped on me, pinning me down. I had this huge pressure on my chest, so much so that I couldn't breathe. I tried to get up to call out, but I couldn't. Then the room began to spin and everything went dark. That's when I woke up three hours later. I got my keys and ran out the door for my car. I didn't know what else to do, so I drove to the hospital. Apparently, I looked pretty bad because they took me in immediately and hooked me up to fluids and had me in a bed. Three bags of saline and 48 hours of uninterrupted sleep, and I could feel somewhat normal again. The doctors and nurses asked what happened to me. What could I tell them? I didn't know what to say. After hours of not saying anything, that's when they had the psychiatrist come in. My story came to me immediately when that happened. It was work. I wasn't sleeping. I was overworking myself, and I was consuming too much caffeine. I tried to make it sound as normal as possible. I don't know if the doctor believed me or not. They kept me for another three days, though. When I was released, it took me a long time to go home. I drove around for a while. Went to a restaurant to eat, but I eventually made my way home. I sat there in my driveway, my hands clenched on the steering wheel, and I saw something in my house. I saw it move past the curtains. This dark silhouette that suddenly dropped out of sight. I tried to take a picture, but nothing came out on my camera phone. I left right after that. I drove 12 hours to my parents' house in Tennessee. I didn't know what else to do. I told them everything, the entire story, and prayed that I didn't sound like a crazy person. I must have, though, because my father, well, I don't really know what he thought. My mother seemed to believe me, and I stayed at my parents' house for a few weeks. That was that. I was moving immediately. I don't know what happened, but I wasn't staying in that house. As soon as I could, I had it up for sale and got my stuff out as fast as possible. We moved out during the day, and I spent as little time as possible in there. Things happened to the movers and my parents as well. Things would disappear in the house. The movers felt uncomfortable, but maybe that was because they kept seeing me. 
I'm sure I couldn't hide my fear as well as I should have. I moved back in with my parents after that, but I keep track of the house. Eventually, it went to a married couple. Months went by and nothing seemed to happen. I still have nightmares. I still can't sleep at night that well. I don't know what happened. I can't really explain it. Nothing like that has happened to me since, and I pray that it doesn't happen again. I never believed in weird or strange stories before. I'd always say that people were making it up or something. That was until something weird happened to me. That changed my life. Now I can't help but to think there's some truth in everything people encounter. Details might not be clear whatever, but it doesn't mean it didn't actually happen. I was riding the train into Chicago. It's a great experience, it really is. And it shows you how people used to travel back before the invention of cars. People make fun of me for how much longer it takes, but it's just the experience of it. There's always a few interesting people in the train as well. I spent many hours drawing the different people sitting on the train. It's a great exercise for anyone who's into the arts, and great practice drawing people in motion, learning anatomy. I also like to look out the window at the different stops the train makes. During one of these stops, I was looking out the window, kind of daydreaming and not really paying attention to anything. Something or someone moved and caught my eye, and I turned my head to see this girl. She was alone. No one was standing around her. Her back was turned to me with this long blonde hair that almost reached the small of her back. I didn't really think anything of it, and the train eventually went on its way. I began doodling, not really drawing anything, just making shapes and scribbles. Two stops later, I swear I see that same girl. Long blonde hair, arms wrapped around a book held to her chest, standing there alone. This time, she turns her head slowly and looks right at me. Her eyes are solid black, shiny, almost like precious stones. Her face was expressionless, and she just stared at me until the train started up again. I thought maybe I didn't get enough sleep. Maybe I saw it wrong, or I was just imagining it because I had been daydreaming on and off. Like when you get super bored sometimes, and you swear you saw something this way, or you picked up something from the store, but you actually didn't. I just kept telling myself that until we made the next stop. She was there again. This time people were walking past her. But it seemed like they didn't notice she was there. She looked right at me, eyes big and black. But it almost seemed like she was looking through me. This time, she got on the train. I panicked a little, dropping my pencil, my hand shaking a little. I bent down to get my pencil from the floor, then just waited. Something told me she would end up in my train car. I sat in my seat waiting, sweating, my hands shaking every time I tried to draw. I looked around from time to time, but I didn't see the girl. I just stared out the window, trying to take my mind off what I had seen. I started to calm myself down a bit. An hour went by without me really noticing. I don't know why, but I began to look around at the people sitting around me. Far off at the opposite end from where I was sitting, I saw the top of a blonde head. The hair looked like it was straight. It looked like it could be that girl that I had seen at the other stops 
with the black eyes. I closed my sketchbook. I slid the pen into the metal rings that bound it and just started tapping my foot. Panic began to swell up inside me. Looking out the window wasn't working anymore, so I got up to find the restroom. When I walked back to my seat, she wasn't there anymore. The blonde head wasn't in the seat that I saw her in. I sat back down in my own seat and kept looking over from time to time. A half an hour went by and she didn't return. Then an hour, she still wasn't in that seat. Was my mind playing tricks on me? Was she even really there at all? Time seemed to fly by. Eventually, we made our way into Chicago. When I got up from my seat, I could have sworn someone touched my hair. I looked around, but there was no one near me enough to do that. I kept my eyes open as we got off the train, and as I made my way through the station, I called an Uber to bring me to my friend's house in Canaryville. I didn't have to wait long for the Uber, but I kept looking around trying to see that girl again. The Uber driver made small talk. He was a nice enough guy, but I just wanted to get to my friend's house as fast as possible. I still couldn't wrap my head around what had happened on that train. I looked out the window as Chicago passed by, taking in the city and the people. We get to my friend's and I pay the Uber. I get out of the car and I feel this cold chill run down my spine. I turn around and there she is across the street, her black eyes staring straight at me and her blonde hair blowing in the wind. I run up to my friend's door and knock as fast as I can. He pulls it open. I almost jump inside his house. I point across the street and tell him what happened on the train. He starts laughing, but he looks across the street, and his face turns white. He sees her standing there. His mouth almost drops to the floor. She turns her head and nods towards us, then just disappears when a car drives by. We both lose it and we go out of the house looking around for her. The neighbors are looking at us like we're insane. My friend goes and asks if anyone saw the girl standing across the street. One of them did, but didn't understand why we were acting so crazy. We stayed up all night talking about it with some of our other friends. We kept looking outside, waiting to see if this girl would show up again across the street. Thanks for watching and let me know what you think of these stories in the comments below. Also, if you want to see crazy encounters captured on trail cams, then check out Dread Captures. It's part of the Dread Network, where we go over live footage of very strange encounters that are sent into the Facebook group or videos that are circulating on the web. Last but certainly not least, check out Lilith Dread. She releases the same great content daily on her channel. You'll find all of these links below. Thanks and take care.